Well, the biggest surprise is it's not just a few cities that are rising up to challenge sort of the tech hubs of the past, the startup hubs like San Francisco, New York, Boston, the big tech hubs. It's really dozens of cities. And I, I write about dozens of cities in the book, cities like Indianapolis, Kansas City, Chattanooga, Richmond, Detroit, Atlanta, Buffalo. You know, these are all cities that are that are on the rise. And I could have kept going a couple dozen, dozen others. Hi there and welcome into a brand new week of Celebrity Salute. Dedicated to the men and women who serve our country in active duty, our veterans, and their families. We're here for you. God bless you. We love you. On each episode, we look for people and stories with some connection to these heroes. I'm Randy Miller. Steve Case is an American businessman, investor, and philanthropist best known as the former CEO and chairman of AOL. Since resigning as chairman of the company in 2003, he's launched a venture capital firm, Revolution LLC, based in Washington, and authored The Third Wave, An Entrepreneur's Vision of the Future, which in 2016 became a New York Times best-selling book. Last year, he published his second book, The Rise of the Rest, How Entrepreneurs in Surprising Places Are Building the New American Dream. We are honored to have Steve Case join us right here on Celebrity Salute. And if you don't immediately know the name, you know what he's invented. It's something called AOL, and he's got a brand new book, and it's a, it's a, a fascinating look at the new wave of entrepreneurs. Steve Case joins us. Steve, how are you? I'm doing great. Great to be with you, Randy. Hey, great to be with you, too. Listen, I still... <laughs> now, help me with this. I still have AOL. I still have AOL. Thank you. Thank you. Smart man. Listen, I, I, you, you're getting my 33 bucks a month. I, you know, I, I've had it uh, since it started in 1985. And my I, my daughter gives me so much grief about it every single day, which is more reason to keep it. But I, exactly. You, you know, the you've got mail that I miss that guy. Yeah, it was, a, it was a great journey. As you mentioned, we started in 1985. At the time, only 3% of people were online, believe it or not, and people were just using an hour a week on average. So wow. it's come a long way from the early early days to now where the Internet obviously is playing an important role and during the pandemic played a kind of an essential role. Yeah, and, and at one time, AOL, if this is correct, had, uh, what was it, 50%, over 50% of the yeah. uh, uh, Internet users? Yeah, that, that was it was terrific. It was the late 90s. You know, first decade was struggling, actually. It took us a while to really get going. And then the second decade is when things really, really took off. And, and that's when we did have about half of all the Internet uh, traffic. So uh, incredible. grateful for you and everybody else who support. I also say I'm grateful for your your audiences listening for their service. I mean, this, is, this country obviously relies on, on people that are willing to serve their nation. And, and so I'm particularly excited to be on this call with you. Well, thank you, Steve. And you know, uh, veteran entrepreneurs is a, a singular market to itself. There are a lot of veterans that are transitioning back and uh, becoming uh, entrepreneurs and starting their own businesses. And so this book is great for them too. It's called The Rise of the Rest, How Entrepreneurs in Surprising Places Are Building the New American Dream. What's the biggest surprise place you can tell us about? Well, the biggest surprise is it's not just a few cities that are rising up to challenge sort of the 
tech hubs of the past, the startup hubs like San Francisco, New York, Boston, the big tech hubs. It's really dozens of cities. And I, I write about dozens of cities in the book, cities like Indianapolis, Kansas City, Chattanooga, Richmond, Detroit, Atlanta, Buffalo. You know, these are all cities that are that are on the rise. And I could have kept going a couple dozen dozen others. And one of the great things about entrepreneurship is basically entrepreneurs see a problem and turn it into an opportunity. And the ones that are successful have you know, real resilience to them. And that's why there are so many veteran entrepreneurs who have really built significant companies. We've backed a number of them, one in, uh, called Return Logic in Camp Hill, Pennsylvania, another Zertu in Dallas, Texas, another Immertech in Tampa. These were started by veterans who saw uh, something that could have been done better you know, in different, different sectors and decided to start a company that then you know, created a product or service, then started creating jobs within their company, then helped started creating jobs in their community. So one way that people have served and the military can continue to serve is to be an entrepreneur or support entrepreneur. They're really creating the companies of the future and the jobs of the future. You got a, a bus tour also that was a huge part of this, the Rise of the Rest bus tour that you took to uh, so many of these cities. And wh- I mean, what a great idea this is. And Steve, what do you say to people that say everything's been invented already? Well, everything has not been invented already. I've even you know talked about even though the Internet has come a long way. Now we're entering this new era where kind of the Internet kind of meets the real world and some of the most important aspects of our lives, how we stay healthy, how we eat, how we move around, how we invest, how we learn, things like that. You know, more and more entrepreneurs are starting companies that are that are improving the way we, we do things, disrupting some of those industries. So, you know, I think it's game on in terms of this next wave of innovation. I think it actually could be the most exciting wave of, of, of the next 10 or 20 years. Uh, but it's only going to happen if we're backing entrepreneurs everywhere. And that's really why I wrote the book to try to inspire more people to start companies wherever they are to inspire more people to invest in those companies, uh, more people to, to mentor the entrepreneurs in, in those companies. We, we, we have the opportunity to continue to lead the way as America can continue to be the most innovative entrepreneurial nation in the world. But we need to do it in a more inclusive way. We can't just be backing a few entrepreneurs in a few places like uh, like Silicon Valley and not be backing entrepreneurs yeah. in you know, dozens and dozens of cities all across the country. Absolutely. And Steve, you know, you talk about in your book how America was a startup, right? Yeah. No, I, I, I'm, I'm focused on this because I also chair the Smithsonian Institution in, in Washington, D.C. And so we're getting ready for four years from now that America celebrates its 250th birthday. And I remind people, as you said, that America was a startup. It was a struggling nation for you know the first you know phase, first few years. A lot of people around the world were skeptical America ever would make it. But we did. And we did because we had a lot of people with a pioneering can-do spirit and, and including entrepreneurs who helped kind of build the whole agriculture revolution and then the industrial revolution, more recently the technology revolution. So we went from this little startup nation, the leader of the pack, the leader of the free world, with the leading economy in the world. And we just can continue to lead, but we need to do that, as I said, by backing more people in, in more places and in the process lifting up those communities so more people you know, have, a, have a positive view of the future, optimistic about the future, have good paying jobs that really can help build the future. And that's why I wrote the book. I really think it's time to, to, to spend a little less, less, less of a focus on the, the tech people in Silicon Valley and more a focus on the entrepreneurs all across America that are starting to write this next chapter for America. His new book, Rise of the Rest, How Entrepreneurs in Surprising Places Are Building the New American Dream. And just a great example of that in this uh, investment fund that you have, the Rise of the Rest. One of the investments that you invested was DraftKings. That seems to turn out pretty good. 
Yeah, no, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great company. It, it's like had some interesting ideas initially around fantasy games, and over time it's expanded in other areas. So it's a good example of an entrepreneur who had an idea, you know, start, took the risk of starting a company because you know, obviously some startups don't don't succeed, so it is a, a risk, and has now built a pretty a pretty significant company, even a publicly traded company. We just need more and more of those stories, and have, making sure those stories are in these rise to rest cities all across the country. I think people who read this book will be surprised by how many cities are, are really on the rise. It's a story that's not really understood, even in those communities, but certainly not understood in, around the country. And that's why I wrote the book. I've been on a book tour trying to you know, evangelize this next chapter of American innovation. I got to play a role, and as we discussed in the early days with the Internet, now I'm trying to back this next generation of entrepreneurs and help level the playing field so people all across the country really have a shot at the American dream. All right, Steve, I need some guidance here. Uh, I, I need some guidance from you. Uh, I'm an entrepreneur. Ten years ago, I, uh, I invented a method of collecting all of your medical information and accessing it through a QR code, a customized QR code. And at the time, people didn't even know what a QR code was. Well, now that they're everywhere, what do I do? How do I? I hold the patent for oh, that. Oh, get going! Get, don't don't just talk about it. Go do it. Go, go I, hire I people, tried. raise money, I, and build the build the company. I, the Q, but you said QR codes ten ten years ago were were sort of novel in part because of the pandemic. Right. I think most people did go to restaurants and suddenly there wasn't a printed menu. You had to kind of use your phone and use the QR code. So now there probably is more you know willingness to to think about that. So. Time to time to Randy. It's time to get going. So why don't you, you after after you hang up here, go start that company and 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 uh, so go hire a bunch of you know, people and and you know turn that idea into reality. What do I do? Where's the rise of the Randy? How, how do I? What, I mean, you yeah, know. Yeah, well, let's, let's <laughs> connect with me. You, you, I know you live in Kansas City, a great entrepreneurial city. We've been there, been there many times. Kauffman Foundation, actually, the, one of the leaders in yeah. doing research on Absolutely. entrepreneurship. Uh, so you're in a great city. There's capital there. There's other people that want to join you there on your on your on your mission. And you know the and one of the big opportunities is to revolutionize healthcare, to make it more convenient, make it more affordable, improve outcomes. And so I'm glad that you're 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 focused on this. But part of the message of the book is if you have an idea, go do it and and do it wherever you are. Don't feel like you're missing out because you're not in a place like Silicon right. Valley. So when right. we hang up, Randy, you you need to go do it. You need to go build that company. <laughs> Steve, you're the first billionaire that we talked to today. Tell me the most extravagant thing you've ever bought. I don't know what the what I would do. I, I guess uh, I do travel like, with a plane, so I got probably the most extravagant okay. uh, you know, thing. <laughs> but uh, but uh, it does allow me to cover. In the last month, I've been able to you know cover more parts of the you know, country. The other thing I, I love doing with my wife, we bought about probably five or six years ago an RV, and we traveled around oh. the country by by RV from from uh, you know did uh, you know from DC to, to Seattle and back and. Spent over a month traveling, stopping every night in different different campgrounds. So that was a, a lot of fun. So we like to travel. Sometimes it's by plane to go tell the story of of the rise of rest to meet more entrepreneurs in more places. And sometimes it's going from from campground to campground via RV. I love it. I'm, I'm a fellow camper uh, the last uh, five years, and there's nothing better, nothing better than camping. And you, you take your dogs. I mean, it's just a fantastic experience. So. Well, Steve, yeah, you got these great campgrounds right on the lake for like yeah. 20 bucks. It's a great deal. Right, right. Steve, thank you. Man, it's been great talking to you, and best of luck on the book. All right, thank you, Randy, and go start that company. I'm going to do it. You've been listening to Celebrity Salute. Celebrity Salute is produced by Brainstorm Media and distributed by National Defense Network with host Randy Miller and executive produced by Nate Heron. 
be sure to visit us at nationaldefensenetwork.com. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also say, Alexa, play the National Defense Network podcast.